Dream here at Illinois Media School Studios. Straight out of Lombard. We've been here for years. I hate that so much. I really do. So corny. That's why I make you do it. Oh, That's God. why I make you do it. We're such hacks right now. I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'm okay with being a hack. So it's fine. I embrace it, and I love it. That's not, I, I get it. I totally do. Well, what, like I was saying, welcome to Blow the Whistle live stream. I'm David Dykstra. I'm here with my boy. Andrew Valentin, ladies and gentlemen. Pepe. Oh, no, 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 no. It's, it's, it, it's not Pepe. No Pepe. Pepe's the radio sound. Flamingo? <laughs> Where'd that come from? You're so vibrant. I'm not even wearing any pink. You're so vibrant. I'm so vibrant. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, think, I think you've had too much, my friend. Or lack of. Or lack of, yes. Lack of. <laughs> We've got a lot to talk about today. Reach out to us on our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can email us at blowtwhistleradio at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at blowtwhistle1. That's B-L-O-W-T-W-H-I-S-T-L-E-1. You can also hit us up in the chat on YouTube yes, sir. and let us know what's going on. Mm-hmm. We got a lot to talk about. Yeah, we do. There was, <laughs> there, there was this little thing last week. Was there? Uh, it called the NFL draft. Andrew and I literally sat on the phone together for <laughs> two and a half hours going, holy crap. <laughs> Why are they trading? Exactly. It was what is going on? It was being, oh my God, and what the, and oh, that was great. And I can't believe it. A couple of. <laughs> and, then we, yeah. and then we brought Drew into the conversation. <laughs> he's like, this is freaking Oh, nuts. he's already let me know because I, I hit him up already on what's coming up uh, this week. And he's like, oh, I got a few things to say about the draft. So and it's going to be all aimed at the Bears. And I'm going to try and calm Drew down today. And Andrew. Andrew and I have already been fighting pre-show. Not fighting. Yes, we've been fighting. Not fighting. It, it has been a, a a developing discussion. Heated debate. Heated debate. Heated yes. debate. Yes. It's not <laughs> fighting. Oh, I was about fighting to come, means we're throwing chairs. I was about to come across the table, man. Oh, um, the table? The table. The chair table? The chair table. <laughs> Shut up, Tyler. <laughs> Knock it off. Just because you got a ring on your finger, think you can tell us what to do? I wonder if he works. took it off the tripod to give it to her. <laughs> Let's get into the show. <laughs> We're about to talk Bears, NFL draft. The Bears draft, the NFL draft. And then we're going to hit up on some Cubs and Sox because, woo, are they great. Oh, <laughs> and of course. That's an understatement. And of course. The greatest segment in all of entertainment. You're Absolutely. killing me, Smalls. Mm-hmm. So if you have a You're Killing Me, Smalls, and you want to hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or, or our email, or in the chat, let us know. We'll read them. Yes, Promise sir. Promise you we always read BMAX. Oh, yeah. All right, man. The 2022 draft is in the books. Mm-hmm. And the Bears draft, for the Homer Bear fans out there, was not what they wanted. For outsiders looking in very mixed reviews solid for me okay i wouldn't be overly impressed with it yeah but i'm not under impressed with it either okay they got a lot of cogs for some holes i the the thing that i think 
the Bears fans don't understand is how depleted that Bears team is. Right. How bad, and I, I think Poles realized it a month, two months into it, like, uh-oh, this isn't as stacked a team as I thought it was. Right. We need to not just get players that can contribute right away, but we need players that can, we can also develop into players that can tr- contribute down the line. Mm-hmm. This wasn't a draft for we're going to win the Super Bowl now. We're going to win it this year because Ryan Poles is smart enough yeah, to know that that's just not reality. Mm-hmm. So this, look at it as maybe what, what would you say, a three-year plan? I mean, that's that's the usual kind of talk when he comes to a new GM, new coach, all that kind of Three stuff. Three-year plan? It, they, I mean, listen, everybody wants to win a little bit quicker now because obviously oh, you find what, it, it. When you find the Sean McVay and you have like that instant success. It's the or, what have you done for me lately exactly. mentality in the world. Exactly. Not, not just sports, yeah, but in the world. Yeah, that's the life lesson, folks. It, it Obviously, everybody wants that instant gratification now. It's not probably going to happen with this team. They've certainly gone on a bit of a slower pace. They've already set that tone from free agency, right? They could have easily went in there. They could have spent a lot of money. They could have really made a lot of giant moves, but they didn't. They kind of waited. They've taken their time. So I think right there, you can already tell from the get-go, they're not going to rush into anything. They're getting interesting pieces that could fit into a, a system that they want Justin Fields to run. Right. I, I truly do think... Poles has already had the conversation of, Justin, this is your team. Mm-hmm. We are going to live or die by how well you do. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's... That, be- because <laughs> if you are who you they say you are, yeah. you should be able to make these above average to average wide receivers right. look amazing. Yeah, well, that's the thing. If you're a great quarterback, right? I mean, listen, right now in Jacksonville, they spent a lot of money on Christian Kirk, and if he doesn't look anything like the money they're paying him... It's going to look bad for Trevor Lawrence, too, because he was the franchise player they took last year. He's not going to. I think he'll look at least halfway decent. I don't he'll know look half, be, a good, half as good as 100 million. I don't million. know if he'll hit 1,000 yards, but I certainly <laughs> think he'll at least get double-digit touchdowns. So. <laughs> he'll look half as good as 100 million. Right, exactly. So it, it, it really, you need Justin Fields to perform. I mean, look, from my perspective on this draft, it was they took pieces that fit their coach, right? Iberflus is a defensive guy. They got a lot of good defensive guys. They got offensive linemen to protect their quarterback. They got a few offensive pieces that may be able to do something for this team, but it seems like they kind of sold more on the idea of defense, offensive line, and special teams for the draft, and they'll fill out the rest probably in the next two drafts, I would assume, is where they'll go get their main weapons or something like that for Justin Fields. Well, let me ask you this, yeah. and, and I'm gonna, I'll, I'll bring it to you, and then we'll get into the draft picks themselves and kind of break those down. Right. Defensive head coach mm-hmm. brings in his secondaries coach as his defensive coordinator who already knows the system, right. knows how he wants it to be run. Mm-hmm. Is this, uh, let's make our defense better so there's not so much pressure on Justin to go out there and have to score 35, 42 points to win a game? It could be, but the problem is is that the pressure's still going to be on him oh, absolutely. no matter what as but, the quarterback. But, but you know what? I, there's less right. pressure when you have to score less points. Absolutely. And if you only have to score 21 to 
28. Right. That's a lot different than having to looking up there and going, oh, hey, look, we're up, we're down 21 nothing, and it's only the first quarter. Right. Well, and, and that could be the case. And that may, there's nothing wrong with that other than it really has shown not to win many Super Bowls at the end of the day. And listen, this team's not winning a Super Bowl. I'm not saying that at all. But when you look at what this team defensively has right now, there's a few key spots that are there. They need to fill it out with a few more. They're going to flush it out with a few of these draft picks now. But we have to remember, these guys are young. These guys are stepping into yeah. a role as a rookie, and they're going to be challenged, right? Kyler Jordan and Jaquan Brisker are two, I think, very solid picks for the defense. I'm not taking anything away from those guys. But when you're saying that you have to take on veteran quarterbacks, and I know, like Aaron Rodgers and Kirk Cousins, and I know I'm putting those two kind of in the same piece, but those are two quarterbacks that are veteran quarterbacks that know how to be able to pick apart defenses. Even Jared Goff, to some degree, has shown the ability to make the right throw every now and then, and they've gotten significantly better, too, with their say, draft. I was going to say, out of all the teams out of this draft, yeah. <laughs> the Detroit Lions are the ones that are the scariest right. if you're just looking at their draft. And that's saying that Jamison Williams obviously turns into the receiver that we all think he should. I so, think he will. I think he will, too, but obviously we won't know what he looks like until we get him and Jared Goff on the field at the same time. Nevertheless... They're solid picks. They're really good players, but you're asking them to do a lot, and that's saying that they even jump into the lineup as starters. Let's remember, too, they could come in and they could work part-time with some of the guys they still have in this roster right now to kind of feel out who's who's good where, right? At this point, I think Kyler Gordon's your CB, too. I would say so. Uh, you're probably putting Graham Jr. in the slot then? Yes. I, I mean, at this point, he's the... He's probably the third best corner on that team after what and he just did. Not much in a short drop, amount. Yeah, there's not much drop off between him and Grant, in my eyes. Uh, I mean, the only thing is the size. Yeah. Is that Gordon has more of that size other than this, their speed's pretty much the same. Their ability to, they both got great verticals. I mean, that's that. there's nothing different from them too much other than the size. And then, listen, ladies and gentlemen. For Guess who those, he likes? For all those Bears fans that were boo-hooing because they went and got Jaquan Brisker, y'all just got yourselves a lockdown safety who can cover ground like no other and is just, his football IQ is off the charts. And guess what? He can actually tackle in the open field and is pretty dang good at it. Yeah. So, uh, if you doubt me, just go watch the Wisconsin game from this past year. Then talk to me about Jaquan Brisker. Actually, did I tell you Rhodes hit me up via text after the pick was made? No, yeah. <laughs> really? Tell me all about him. <laughs> I was like, who is this it's guy? A, it's a great pick. Great pick. And I think that'll take a little bit of the pressure off of off of Jackson to have to feel like he has to do everything in that backcourt. I'd hope so, because my goodness, that man really is has taken a downhill slope down to Badstown. Well, when you <laughs> feel like you have to do everything back there and be the leader and make all the tackles because your front seven isn't tackling either. Right. I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm not making excuses. He has not played up to his potential, but you also have wear and tear. Right. Now, now we're going to get to the pick that Andrew and I started disagreeing on before the show. A light discussion. Um, do you want me to just start with it? Yeah, go all ahead. All right, all right. Um, all right, so it's Bellis Jones Jr. He's the wide receiver out of Tennessee. 
I mean, listen, I, I understand that you got a wide receiver. I just look at it across the field for every wideout that I saw. He just doesn't measure up, unfortunately. He played in a system where he just had his best year, and it wasn't even a great year, nevertheless. He's explosive. He's super fast, right? 4-3-1, 40-yard dash. That's great. He's not the tallest guy in the world. He's not really even... He's not the most coordinated individual, I have to say, either. He doesn't have really good balance. His ability to catch the ball is not great. It's almost like... He's trying to catch it away from his from his body, but he's using both of his arms to kind of help trap the ball at the same time. There's a lot that's missing in his quality, and you're talking about a guy, I know the age thing keeps getting brought up, but it is crucial because at 25 years old, as a football player, you have to be very refined and fine-tuned, especially if you're getting drafted in the third round. You're hoping to get a top-end wide receiver that can work from the slot, work his way into the number two wideout, maybe become your number one because at this point right now, this guy I think measures out as your slot receiver, if not your fourth string wide receiver. He feels like Cordero Patterson. All special teams, very little to be provided on the offensive level because when Cordero Patterson got drafted, it was a lot because of he's super fast on special teams, he's super fast on the punt, on the punt, punt, kick, punt return, kick return, and he's pretty good at being able to come out of the backfield as a running back every once in a while, and maybe he can catch a long pass. This guy... He can maybe catch a long pass, but I'm not asking him to catch long passes. I'm asking this guy to maybe run a couple of short routes, intermediate routes, and he really can't do that. And I don't think they're going to do that. And I don't think they're going to do and enough with this bubble screen stuff with him either. Like, save all that for Darnell Mooney, who's the far more, I think, explosive player, quicker and a lot more agile. This guy doesn't have it. He might be a really good kick returner, punt returner. I hope he can be like the next Devin Hester kind of guy for them. I think it was a wash of a pick. I think they missed on a lot of other opportunities they could have had at wide receiver. It's just me. Joy picking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let me I tell you. I didn't say Jordan let Pickens. Me, let me tell you. I didn't you, say George Pickens. I said any me, other wide receiver that was out there. Let me tell you something. Mm -hmm. There was another wide receiver that got drafted by a certain polls back in the day. That had a lot of uh, critiques about him. I believe he went in the fifth round. It's not even the same. I'm just saying you never know. It's not even the same. You never know. All right. I, it's fair. I mean. You never. Listen. If you want to say that, he's like Tyreek Hill, you can. That, but. Dude, that dude jumps off. Jones Jr. jumps off the screen. He is his yak is outstanding. Now, could that have been part of the scheme? Absolutely. But he's big. Lower body wise, he's huge. He's going to be a tough person to get down. Now, I agree with you. I think he's slot at best for right now. But they're not looking for right now. Right. They're looking two to three years down the road. So if you can, can develop him into something uh -huh. in the next two to three years, this is going to look like a freaking steal. It could. I don't think it will. And I think the biggest issue is this isn't a receiver that's going to develop with your quarterback nor make your quarterback better or the quarterback will make him better, unfortunately. 
This is the kind of thing where he will be more of a liability on the quarterback where it's going to be a lot of drop passes. There's going to be a lot of missed opportunities with him. He'll make a couple of big plays here and there, but ultimately I just don't see it with this kid. I think there are other guys that run better routes, that have better vision, that have better hands, that should have gone well before him. The fact that he even went in the draft at this point in the third round I think is a miracle. I think he should have gone in the fourth, maybe the fifth round. And if that's where you're picking him, I would say that's a valuable pick. That's something you need. You need to get yourself a punt returner, kick returner, a fast guy, something like that, sure. But not in the third round. You need this more surefire bet wide receiver that can catch the ball and help develop with your quarterback and your quarterback develop with him. So you're saying Todd McShay is insane? I think so. I, here's the thing with Todd McShay and Mel Kuyper Jr., okay? These two dudes think they're such big experts. Kuyper? They know as, Kuyper? Yeah, they know Kuyper? as much as us. Kuyper, they know as much leave, as us. Leave Kuyper's name out of it because he's an absolute tool in my eyes. And so is Todd McShay, I, I think, think, in Todd my mind. I think Todd McShay is. I think Todd McShay is probably the best analyst when it comes to the draft that there is. I, I, he has more hits than he does misses. And when he comes out and says... This kid is an absolute steal. Might be the best pick of the draft. Yeah, we've heard that before many a times from both of them. From Mel Kuyper. Right, and we've heard that also from Todd McShay too at times as well, and he's also missed. So, I mean, I'm not saying that neither one of these guys are going to be great at it or they don't know what they're talking about. I'm not going to try and disrespect Todd McShay on that in any way, but I feel differently about him. I think he's looking at this perspective purely from the college football level, which, yeah, on the college football level, he looks great. But from the NFL standpoint, I think he doesn't – I honestly think he's not going to fit well with what this team's trying to do. God, I really hope he goes for 1,000 yards this season. I bet he breaks his foot by game four. All right, let's get into the round round five. Yep. Uh, we had an O-tackle from Southern Utah. Yep. And an edge rusher from Miami of Ohio. I really like the Miami of Ohio pick. Dominique Robinson is a stud. I agree edge with you rusher. on that. Yes, edge rusher. Dominique Robinson. I this is the guy who I think is going to be their steal of the draft. And, and I one think, of their steals. I, I should think. Say. I think he's one of the diamonds in the rough. Absolutely. Absolutely. You might not get a whole lot from him as far as uh, rush. Yeah, he's limited on the pass rush skills, but not the pass rush skills. Yeah. I'm talking more or in uh, terms of stopping the stopping run. Stopping the run. Yes. Yeah. Stopping yeah. He's not a run, run stopper. Right now. Right. And that's going to develop, I think, for him. Absolutely. But he can make things happen this year for them as an edge rusher. He's a third down edge rusher right now, but he's a guy that if you give him time, he can develop into your number one. He could easily. I mean, this year he could easily be the guy that gives you maybe. As, he, as a part-time starter, six to eight sacks on the year, maybe was, maybe more if he becomes the full-time guy. I went a little, I went a little lower than that. I, yeah. I four to six for me. It all depends on what they do with Travis Gibson. That's the other thing too, because Gibson's the right guy right now that's plugged in at that spot. But I think if you use both of them as part-time starters, you easily can get like twelve to fifteen sacks out of both of them. And the and the other one for me, the Braxton Jones one. This is purely developmental. Yeah, it's depth. It, 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 this one was a little bit of a reach for me in the fifth. Yeah, yeah. It, it, there were, I thought that kid from Arizona State, Deach, was going to be the guy. He fell. I mean, when he fell out of the draft, I was a little shocked. But they, there were other tackles I thought that were better. But nevertheless, this guy's still a solid player. Yeah. It's just 
coming from a small school, going to the NFL. And, and he does fit the scheme. Absolutely. He, 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 for anyone who doesn't know, Southern Utah run, runs the same scheme that the Bears are going to be running yes. this year, and he is an absolute great fit in the wide zone scheme. It's good on the pass protection, good at defend, uh, blocking for quarterbacks that can run around a lot. He's a solid depth pick. Maybe, maybe he can develop into something. To me, the sixth round is where the Bears killed it. I liked every single one of their picks. Yeah, I See? disagree with. I disagree with one. At least oh, one. I know, I know which one too, and I absolutely love it. I know. Um, let, well, let, let's start off with the lineman. Yet, yeah. Then uh, we got Zachary Thomas from San Diego State. Mm-hmm. Uh, above average athlete. Uh, once again, they get a guy with a nasty demeanor, yeah. which I absolutely love. Yeah. You need more guys like Tevin Jenkins. Yeah. Well, he mean, again, he fits the system. He's really good at run blocking. So if he gets into the lineup, he's going to open up holes for Montgomery and Khalil Herbert to be able to be used. So I like his ability to be able to kind of be a downfield blocker. He gets to the second level really well as an offensive lineman. There's just a lot with his technique that's need to be worked on. And his pass blocking is... Is is kind of right now his Achilles heel. And he heel. also what what hasn't been said a lot is that he does have guard tackle versatility. Yes, he can go th- all throughout the offensive line right now, so other than center. And I'm sure you could probably learn that. That that's always a plus. Yes. Uh, then we have one of my favorite picks, Doug Kramer, center from Illinois. Uh, anyone who watched that team develop this year, yeah, he was the cornerstone of that offensive line he was the anchor yo he was the anchor for that offensive line and i got nothing listen i got nothing revisiting on it i got nothing wrong with the pick i know it's depth for the center behind lucas patrick again most of this is just due to the fact that there were other needs again they could have met with wide receiver other parts that they could have addressed i get you needed offensive linemen but it just felt like their overhaul of the offensive line was missed opportunities for them to get some very special young wideouts that they could have had. I know there's guys that didn't get drafted that easily you could have picked up as undrafted free agents, but you didn't get them. They signed with other teams. Whether they called them or not, I don't know, but you could have had those guys maybe in these later rounds and had something spe- Again, Justin Ross from Clemson, I don't know why he didn't get drafted. I know it's because of the, f- final spew- the spinal fuse that he had. That's a serious red flag injury. But I thought the Bears should take a flyer on him. 6'4", 205, runs a really good route, great hands. Why not see what he's got? If anything, you're cutting him, and it's not going to cost you a lot of money. So, if anything, he's depth. My thing right now, Doug Kramer, five-year starter at Illinois. Yeah. He's a solid backup. I'll give you that. Mm. Solid backup. I think Whitehair's out. I mean, he should have been out. That, I'm that being she all, should have been. I out. think you're you're moving Mustafer over to guard, guard, and Kramer probably goes in there. Uh, the problem is that they're paying White here all that money, and if somebody's going becoming ex- expendable, if it's not Kramer, then it might be Mustafer. That's the problem, is that they might move on from him. I don't think they get rid of Mustafer. Mustafer proved too much to him last year. No, I'm not disagreeing with you, but when you've got a decision between one guy you're paying a ton of money to and the other guy you're not, you might make the the cut that's going to cost you less, you know? And then we have one that I know you don't necessarily agree with, and that's Tristan Ebner. Tristan Ebner, yeah. Uh, running back from Baylor. Mm-hmm. 
<sighs> he's skilled. It's a depth move. It's a depth move. It's a depth move. That's it. But like, you probably you probably could have got this guy in undrafted free agency, to be quite honest. You could have caught this this kid probably was and if he was going, there's a bunch of other running backs that I think can do the exact same things he can. He's great coming out of the backfield. He'll be good on punt and kick returns. He's got nice hands. Again, he's got nice hands to come out of the backfield as a receiving option. He just doesn't have a lot of cut moves. He's like a straight line runner. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when you're talking about a running back getting in space and he needs to create his own moves and he can't do that, and he's not a giant dude either. So if you can't create a lot of your own moves and break a lot of tackles, and I, from everything I've seen, he's kind of a one tackle and he's down kind of guy. Well, that's that's going to be hard for that's a hard sell for me to draft on then. From everything that I've heard, you know they're looking for that third running back. Right, I, I understand that, but Tariq I, Cohen's gone. Right, but Damian you, Williams gone. Yeah, but you already got you. Listen, you've got two backs that I think you should just be sold on. Well, absolutely. Split time with am, Montgomery am, am I, and Herbert. And, 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 and am I going to sit here and say uh, Ebner sees one moment of playing time other than special teams? Right. Probably not unless yeah. one of them gets injured. Right. But quality. I, I In the sixth round, that's quality. I guess. I, I don't know. I, again, it just, it always comes, for me, it always comes back to other issues you could have addressed. That's all. We've got three more picks to go over really quick. Mm-hmm. As you're bumping my stuff off my computer, man. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> Carter from uh, Southern, offensive guard. Very solid guard. I saw him play this past season. Uh, I think that's a great get. I think, in the I, seventh round. I think he's their other steal, honestly. I think he's one of those guys that might surprise a lot of people in this in, in this move and might even move himself into that position of being a starter at some point. Once he's a, he's solid across across blocking going, the run and the pass. They're going with linemen that have versatility that right. can play either guard or tackle. Well, that's the game now. You need multiple offensive linemen that can play every position. Because, I mean, since 2012 with the Ravens, when they did that whole, well, we got to move Ja Reed from right tackle to like left guard and all that. Like Once they did that whole thing, everyone went... Oh, so we need to kind of do like what baseball does. We need a guy that's like an every outfield, every infield position. You need utility offensive linemen. Oh, yeah, I completely agree. Elijah Hicks, safety from Cal. Decent pick. Love it. It's a it's a nice, solid backup nice. safety you need. And then Andrew's steal of the draft, God. ladies and gentlemen. Trenton Gill, punter from North Carolina State. I gave it enough. Literally. I literally, I think there were more punters and kickers drafted in this draft than I've ever seen. <laughs> there, there might were have three been three yeah. that I'm aware of. Yeah, there might have been. I two of them went in the fourth round. So at least they didn't take the guy in the fourth round. Right. Well, listen, I will say this for kickers, I totally understand that. Well, and Matt Areza, the punt god from San Diego State. Oh no, is, there was four. Yeah, That's right. He did go in the fourth round. I he was the first pick that. in the fourth round. Yeah. He was spe- he's spectacular, okay? And I don't he, think he was the best punter in the class, though. I, I mean, he's better than this guy from what he I can tell. <laughs> it was him and Stout the whole time. Yeah, I, I will say I think Areza just because of the fact that there's... But is he going to be able to do that in Buffalo? Yeah, I think so. And uh, with a cold... With the way that... I, well, yeah, that's the key question, right? Because obviously playing in the warm climate. Yeah. But remember, they play in the Mountain West Conference. 
and they are going to some places where it does get windy. And they, and from what I heard through the outside of the ESPN broadcast, the more internet savvy guys that were doing it, they said through the wind, he should be able to hit around 45 to 50 yards on his punt. So if that's, if, listen, if he's hitting 60 yard punts consistently yeah, with no wind and into the wind, he's hitting 45 to 50 yards. That means he's boom. That ball's coming off of his foot, Absolutely. which means the bills just did it again. <laughs> and, and, and am I going to sit here and say, you know, yeah, he's he's not the best punter. In no, this no. But I'm going to fanboy. Stout and, is also and very homer good. And yeah. say Stout's the better punter because guess what? He's got a solid boot. He's also a kicker. Yeah, he is. He's a he's a versatile man. They got a twofer. Yeah. The Baltimore um, Ravens got a twofer, but even though they got the best kicker of all right. time. But this trend again. You didn't need him. It wasn't a... I, I know they need a punter. They need I a get punter. It. They need a punter. Did but they it necessarily need to draft one? That's what I mean, is that, again, Justin Ross is sitting out there. But uh, there, There's all these other wide receivers that are think, sitting out there that they should have gone after that weren't this kid. Because, again, you could have gotten him as an undrafted free agent. I honestly think Poles likes the moves they made at wide receiver in the offseason and wants to stick with those. <sighs> I, if that's, I mean, listen. I as the say, GM, that is that is his choice, and we and I understand that completely. I know the fan bases will obviously argue a different thing, but that's the fan bases who cares. This is the GM, so if he's happy with it, I guess then there's not much to argue on that. Then I, I will say this much. Yeah, I think they probably would have taken a wide receiver in the second round if the guy that they wanted hadn't been taken already. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and we all know who that is, don't we, Green Bay? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see. I mean, listen, it's a nice pick for. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna bite my tongue on that because we're gonna get to Green Bay and yeah. their their stuff in a little bit. Absolutely. Here. <laughs> That's gonna wrap it up for our our little breakdown of the Bears draft. Coming up, we're gonna give you the winners and losers, steals and overdrafted in the NFL draft. Next on Blow the Whistle live stream, and we're back here. On Blow the Whistle live stream. Coming from the Illinois Media School Studios. Straight out of Lombard. I was I was waiting I, I for it. And yeah, right I know. You lost, you lost the momentum. Uh, working it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> so now we're going to hit on our winners, our losers, our steals, and our overdrafts. Mm-hmm. Of the NFL draft. Yep. I'll let you start with winners and losers. Okay. Uh, well, I'll start off with the winners uh, right right from the get-go. So my winners, I thought the Ravens, right off the bat, they were a winner. Easily, they got two first-round picks out of this. They were able to get their guy, Kyle Hamilton. They were able to score Linderbaum, obviously. I thought they did a great job picking up the right pieces. This team completely reloaded themselves on offense and on defense. I think they've reset. Other winner was the Jets. The Jets got three three first-round draft picks. They got a shutdown corner in Gardner. They got a top receiver in Wilson. And they got a top edge rusher in Jermaine Johnson. And they got a top running back in Brees Hall. And they got another top player in a tight end in Kyle Ruckert, who's a local from New York as well. Uh, that was cool, by the way, seeing him get drafted with all his local family. His dad was pumped, though. His dad was real pumped. But that Jets team got a lot better. Chiefs, easily another win for them. They got McDuffie, straight-up corner shutdown guy for them. I, I got my guy Karloftis right. I told everybody he's going to go to the – he's 
too perfect for what the Chiefs needed. Sky Moore is a great pickup for them you as well. You know who was happy about that Karloftis <laughs> pick? Oh, his grandfather? No. Ooh. Kelsey. Oh, yeah. Travis Kelsey was extremely pleased with that. Travis play. Kelsey was ecstatic. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, they also got uh, Brian Cook from uh, the safety from the uh, Cincinnati Bearcats, who was one of the shutdown guys in that elite Cincinnati system. By the way, shout out to Cincinnati for a great draft for that team. They did great at the NFL draft this year. Number three on how many players, most players nine ever players. drafted from Cincinnati. Yeah, nine. One, two, third most out of any university. Yeah, that was non-power five. No, third out of any university, period. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. It was uh, It was Georgia, Georgia. I know that led at Georgia 15, breaking the record. One. Yeah. I'll, I'm going to sit here and say. Probably some Alabama. Somebody. Then it was Cincinnati, and then. <laughs> All right, uh, well, I'll keep going with mine. And then I had the Eagles. You get A.J. Brown. You get Jordan Davis. You get a steal in Kobe Dean. I know he's got the red flags because he didn't want to get the surgery on his shoulder, but he's still a solid linebacker. I think that's going to be a steal for them. I even had the Texans. I thought they did smart with the draft. They got Derek Stingley, Kenyon Green. I thought they had a pretty good draft all the way around. And then I'll give it to the Lions, too. You get Aiden Hutchinson, your hometown kid, probably the best player in the draft. You get a top receiver. I know you moved up. You cost a lot, but you got your wide receiver. I think the Lions have officially started their rebuild. So that's my winners. Uh, my winners will be Detroit. Yep. Absolutely Detroit. I think uh, Jets, obviously. <laughs> Um, I'm going to say Steelers. Okay. Not so much for the first round pick, but everything that they did afterwards. Yeah. Very solid. Um, Philadelphia, solid. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of somebody. I For me, that's about it. Okay. All right. Uh, I, 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 we're going to move to the losers then. Yeah, we can go losers. All right. So for the losers of the draft, my list, I, my list could have gone on for a while. So really? it could have gone on for a while. Not in the, look, take, let me get this. Let me preface this. Preface it, this doesn't man. mean that everybody got like an F. Okay. This just means that they didn't do as well as I thought they could have. You know what I mean? Or they, or they simply subtracted in the wrong way. They thought, oh, we'll drop in the draft or whatever. And yeah. it didn't really pan out for them in my opinion. So I've got the Packers. Uh, I know they got Christian Watson. It's a good pickup for a wide receiver, but they still don't have that veteran go-to guy that I think Aaron Rodgers needs and would really like. Randall Cobb. <laughs> Sammy Watkins. Robert Tunyon. Randall Cobb. I, you know what I mean. That special veteran go-to guy. Randall Cobb. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I mean, he's no Devontae Adams. Gran but now, granted... They were good pickups. Quay Walker's fine, but I didn't have him as a first-rounder. Devontae Wyatt, I thought, is a good pick. They need, those, they need those two guys. But it's not something that they necessarily, I think, should be Yeah, because they can't for. pay the defensive <laughs> players that need to get paid exactly. on that team. You had, to, you had Kenny Clark, who had to take a pay cut. So, uh, Aaron, if cut. you want to bitch about the picks, you ain't got thing. nobody to blame but yourself. This is, they're, they're, this is totally the Packers management just going, yeah, it's on you now. Giving them a good old salute, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. uh, I had the Cardinals as well. Felt like the trade for Marquise Brown was a little bit too much. 
It felt like it was a best friend trying to get with the best friend move. Could pay out, but Wait, now pan it, out because now, now it looks genius. <laughs> right. Now it looks now, good. But see, let me ask you this. <laughs> yes. Did they know beforehand? And that's why they traded. That's traded. a good question. Yeah, for those who don't know, uh, so we can kind of hit on the news, DeAndre Hopkins has reportedly been suspended for six games for testing positive. But had absolutely no clue. <laughs> no clue. He says he's going to get to the bottom of it, but he said also I'll see you in week eight, I think it was, six. or something like that. Week six. So uh, we'll... I don't know what's going to happen there, but obviously, yes, now it looks like a smart move, but still, you're trading a guy who I think you probably could have got for a second-round pick straight up, instead, and, and you could have kept that first-round pick and got somebody. Absolutely. But I, in, either way, I had him losing on that. Vikings, I think, did not do well. Horrible. I don't know why they traded down to 32 with the, with the Lions. Great for the Lions, but they got a bunch of draft picks, but they didn't really do much with them. That's the problem. Like, Scene is a fine safety but like you and me had talked about this, between him and Petre and, and Brisker, the line was pretty thin between the difference between all of them. I'd even put I'd even put Hill in there. Yeah, Hill's another one. Like there's a lot of guys that seems good, and I do think he is measured out as maybe the top safety, but just slightly above everybody else. And that's just because he played on a Georgia team that was really good. Like that's it. So it's not hard to be a good safety when you're when your opponents de- are yeah. getting <laughs> sacked. 75% right. of the Right, when the quarterback's getting a pass rush from seven different dudes, <laughs> free, nobody's blocking him, by the way, either. It's really easy to be like, I just got to play center, just catch the ball. That's all I got to do. Like, real easy. Uh, I also had the Cowboys. Didn't like the Tyler Smith pick. <laughs> I don't know where they're going with this team. Um, Dolphins, again, they didn't make any big moves. I, I didn't expect them to do no. much of anything. But again, I feel like they... I feel, I, I know this is going back on that, but I feel like they panic, panic traded for Tyreek Hill, and I don't think that's just going to work out. That's just me. Patriots reached. Patriots really reached. Well, I know you, they took your guy. No, I know they took no. your guy. You and I are going to disagree about this. I know they took your guy. I am never. I am never. You and I both <laughs> said this. Yes. They did reach, but I am never, ever, ever. <laughs> Going to argue with the brilliance of Bill Belichick. Yes. We've already started joking that this kid from Chattanooga is going to end up being like a 15-year all-pro yes. tackle it, or guard. I guard. Mean, yes, guard. guard. He's a guard. Well, he's like a guard tackle. He play, He's like a multi. He's he, Again, he's like the Swiss Army knife offensive lineman. Yeah. He unilaterally can play all positions. It was just a reach. I don't know why you needed to take a quarterback. I, I, I get you needed to back up. But again, I think you're taking the next case, Keenum. You want no? I you want my hot take? Go for you it. You want my hot take, <laughs> Mac Jones? You better hope to God you never get injured because you will never see the freaking field again. I feel like he's the next case, Keenum, which isn't a bad thing. Which is not a bad thing. Let's be honest. Case Keenum's had a decent career. I think Billy Zappe's the steal of the whole draft. I think a okay. whole draft. I think he should go to the XFL and be I a king. I love you, Billy Zappe. <laughs> Come on our show. Yeah, come talk to us, buddy. Come sh- I, would Listen, love, I would love to have a conversation I have been your you. biggest advocate since last year's college season. All right, have then. I not? You have. I, I want to see you wear a jersey then. Oh, I'll wear his jersey. I know you will. <laughs> I'll wear his jersey all day. Just I'll, give us the number first a, and then let us know. I'll even get a schmedium. <laughs> we don't need that. It's okay. We don't need that. It's okay. Uh, and then last on my list were the Browns, just because I know they traded all their picks 
for Deshaun Watson. But when you don't know how many games he's going to play, you didn't move Baker Mayfield. Not like I thought There's they were going to. There's a reason they're not moving Baker. But the only guy that they took in that draft that I thought was decent was David Bell. Everyone else I feel like they kind of whiffed on. Listen, here's the thing. Cleveland's sitting back nice and quiet going, should we tell Baker he's probably starting? <laughs> should we? I mean, it's, it's him or Brissett at this point. I th- One of those two is Listen, he knows the system. He knows the system, so therefore, he's going to... That's why yeah. they have... I guarantee you, he is going to be the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns if Deshaun Watson gets suspended. I, it, to me, it's just that it's like one guy's got an attitude, the other guy doesn't have an attitude. Which and if he's not... With? Hello, Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> well... They kind of tossed that one out of the out of the box, but I'll I'll get to them here in a little bit too. Uh, but go go ahead, David. Who do you got for your losers? Oh, <laughs> Atlanta. Really, you sons of bitches! <laughs> Give him a little bit of credit. No, <laughs> Malik Willis was right there, bruh. Right there. And you didn't even have to trade up for him. What'd you do? Yeah, Desmond Ritter. Yeah. That's a good idea. No. <laughs> your first two picks, bravo. The rest of your draft, trash. Make me mad. <laughs> Ugh. Packers, I agree with. Yeah. Most of the ones, Tennessee. What in the blue hell? See, I was going to put them on my losers, but I, I, like, I looked back at it and I went, you didn't get better, but you, they didn't get worse, but they didn't really get better. You maintained. Yes. But here's the problem. <laughs> you drafted Malik Willis. If yeah. he does not develop, you're screwed. Well, I had a fun quote here that I actually found on the internet. This came from Ryan Tannehill. He said, I don't think it's my job to mentor him, but if he learns from watching from me... Uh, then all the best to him. Please, God, no. <laughs> Please, God, no. Malik, um, I have more faith in you than that. Don't be stupid and go ask Tannehill how to play football. Look, I I, I, I made a grade on a lot of the quarterbacks. I, I gave comparisons because I think all these quarterbacks are projects. I don't know if you saw it. I put it up on Facebook. See, here's I have s- him as the smaller but more accurate Vince Young project right now with his highest, his highest ability being Russell Wilson his lowest being obviously like a Seneca Wallace type. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I went there. Uh, Right now I would say he's at that smaller, but more accurate Vince young because he's athletic. He can throw the ball pretty far right now. Yeah. Right now. I I, I can say at his highest, he can be Russell Wilson, bigger, stronger, Russell Wilson. I think you and I said, uh, Lamar Jackson with a more accurate arm. That's even good too. That's a good, I think that would work too, which uh, kind of one in the same, but nevertheless, well, yeah, nevertheless, well, listen, one guy wants to learn how to get better, I think, in Lamar Jackson. Vince Young just said, I'm good enough. What, what else do I got to do? That's true. So, he was also in a crappy system. Not a system. knock against you, Vince Young. I love you. Don't get me wrong. I, you were one of my favorite players. Um, listen. <laughs> my biggest issue, I, I've never liked Desmond Ritter. Yeah. Never. I, I've been an advocate that he's a trash quarterback from the get, and then you get picked in the third round and say you're going to bring a Super Bowl to Atlanta. Shut the up. Not not a good look. Not a good look. But I don't think he's a bad pick. The the freaking problem is 
he's probably going to be on the field by week five because Marcus Mariota is going to pull a hammy or tweak a ankle. I mean, I think he's. I think he might be better than Mariota right now. Shut up. I do. I think he might be better. Come on. More accurate. Nope. More accurate. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I'll, course, I'll throw it out here right now. Desmond Ritter, prove me wrong. If that's the case, then. I dare you. You better hope he can work out because otherwise, who's your next guy up? I dare you. God, I hope they go like 1 and 16. <laughs> hey, uh, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, fight. <laughs> Uh, we talked to Houston and did Detroit about that, my friend. I don't. I, I think Detroit's going to be a 500 team this year. We'll see. I, after that draft, uh, listen. Never stop them from trading it, up. There, there are so many things that we could sit here, and, and I agree with you. A lot of it has to do with the moves that they made in the offseason. Yeah. Miami, Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Cleveland's only good pick was David Bell. Yeah. Which, hello. What the hell any other team might be the steal of the draft wide receiver wise. Seriously. Might be your number two wide out next to next to Amari Cooper now. Yeah. Solid pick. It just ridiculous that. that he fell. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. Because to me, he has as good as hands as Jahan Dotson. Yeah, I would say so. Speaking of which, Washington, unbelievably great draft. I forgot about Washington. Because they may have the steal of the draft when it comes to quarterback. You mean the next Gardner Minshew? If you... I think he's better. I honestly mm. think... I, Big Ben, that's all I'm going to say. I think you get him a running game. He had no weapons last year. He had nothing. Nothing at that... And he his second half of the season was so much better than the first half. Yeah. I think Sam Howe could be the steal of that fifth round. Uh, uh, we'll see. I, 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 I'm, not I, saying, I'm not saying like... I just have him... I look at him and I just see a lot of Minshew where it's like, as a starter, as a spot starter, I like him, right? Kind of fill in, be that guy, maybe make a few plays, probably get your team a couple wins. As a full-time... Franchise quarterback, I know with because of the Tom Brady thing, never say never on it, but there's just a lot to be desired, I think, with his game. And again, it all it all comes down to if Washington can build out that team a little bit more with the offensive line. Otherwise, yes, he's got two solid receivers. He's got a solid run game that can back him up. That's a scary wide receiver tandem. Absolutely. Now, by the way. So, I mean, <laughs> we'll see. It, it'll, it'll come down to Carson Wentz and if he can pull it out because... Then he's got to, He's battling out with Taylor Heineke. He's gonna be a double ankle sprain before the season even starts. Um, hey, get get right here with me, <laughs> TJ. Listen, I've hit the last three years on who the best quarterback of the draft was gonna be. I'm gonna go out on a limb right now, and say Sam Hel- Sam Howell will be the best quarterback out of this draft. That's not saying a lot. Mm-hmm. But I think he's going to be the best quarterback out of this draft. He was my Heisman favorite coming out of going into the season this year. I I get it. I do. It's just, I don't know. To me right now, the guy that I think has the most upside, I call him the athletic Phillip Rivers, is Kenny Pickett. It's just more athletic Phillip Rivers, not a strong arm, pretty decently accurate. I 
can move around in the pocket. Steeler Sneaky had a good draft. Yeah. Sneaky had a, like, getting pickings in the third round. Right. Well, speaking of the steals, I did have the Steelers as a steal in the draft on this one, believe it or not. So, I mean, then then that's just to say for the steals. George Pickens, Calvin Austin III coming from Memphis. Two solid receivers already behind. Two solid receivers. You're giving Kenny Pickett more weapons. You're filling out the roster with guys he can throw the ball to, make a connection with. You've got Pat Fryermuth at tight end. They've got another solid tight end coming in as well. I love the and, fact and that Andrew's Andrew, brother. I love the fact that Andrew just doesn't even acknowledge Trubisky. I, <laughs> it's Ken, why they got even, Kenny why Pickett even bother? More <laughs> why even bother at this point? We know who. Listen. If you think if you do not draft that kid in the first round from Pitt and say put him on the bench, you will be eaten alive by the fan bases. There's no way. There's listen, no way. Listen. There's no way. I don't think Trubisky was upset about it. I will guarantee you there was one Pittsburgh Steeler that was like, damn it. Oh, oh yeah. Son of a Mason, if I were you, I'd start calling Canada, USFL, XFL. Whatever jobs might be open, my friend, I would I would start calling right now. Hey, hey, Dwayne, if I come play for the XFL, am I going to get hit by a helmet? No, I'm in. <laughs> no, I, I definitely thought that they were the steal in the draft. I'll also say this for my other steals. I thought the Saints did a solid job. I thought the Saints did a great job with the draft. I thought they got some steals. I know you don't like their 11th overall pick. I know you think Alave's going Trash! to be here, here's my here's my issue with it. You didn't need to trade up to eleven to get it. I don't think so. I don't. You didn't think need so. to trade up to eleven to get him. Of course, they're well. The thing is, I think that they were thinking that at that point Washington was looking at either him or Wilson. Once Wilson's off the board, I think they were probably going to go with Olave. No, they were going with Dotson the whole time. You sure about that? Oh yeah. I'm because I mean I'm. All, I got a little Washington insider now. All, so. all Washington said, all I've heard from Washington was like they wanted a receiver and they really wanted to try to see where Wilson was going to land. Well, so I'm sure if Wilson would have been there, there's two different wide receivers there. Right. If Wilson's there, that's it, he's your speedster. Right. Jahan Dotson is a completely different wide receiver. Than completely. I, I mean, I would say Garrett Wilson right now is maybe one of the more complete wideouts in this draft in terms of speed, handability, route running, vision, all that stuff. This is going to sound homer as hell, but Jahan Watson is going to end up being top three in that wide receiver class. Who's Jahan Watson? Jahan. <laughs> Just kidding. I, no, um, the other Jahan one, Dotson. Yes, Jahan God. Dotson. Some homer you are. I um, do sleep. I know. Yeah, right. I get you. I get Need you. Need a hypnotist. Um, I will say other ones. Seahawks, I thought, did a really good job. Interesting. They I, they got to listen. They got offensive linemen for their probably future. This is star quarterback. Listen, this is this was totally a Pete Carroll draft. Oh, yeah. They reverted back to old Pete Carroll where he's I'm going to run the ball first and second down. Yeah. Yeah. But what else are you going to do at this point? You're not going to be able to throw. Their quarterback competition is a three-tie right what are, now. What are you talking about? <laughs> Drew Locke is a freaking animal. Why? You haven't heard the news? Geno Smith is right now the lead to start. I could have told you that. I, no matter what, it's going to As soon as they gone. re-signed him, I was like, he's starting. They All they want is four wins out of you guys. No matter who starts, four wins so they can get their dude. That's all they're looking for. Their I, dude. Yeah. Uh, I also had the Bills. I thought they did great with the draft. Kyrie Elam's great corner. 
Getting a running back like James Cook, I think, was a little high, but you got a running back in there. And they just really loaded for depth at if this point. If he's even 85% of what his brother oh, is. He's fan, he's, although his brother says he's a better pass receiver. So. He is. And that's what they do really well. Uh, and then the other ones I had, I thought the Falcons did well. Kiss my butt. Thought they did good in the draft. They Listen, <laughs> Drake London, a solid pick as a wide receiver. I just don't know enough. I, and, and, tell- I, and I've I'm told you, you this. right now, man. He is- and I've told you again? Yeah, I'm telling you again. With When it comes to what this team's trying to build up, be it Mariota or be it uh, Ritter as your quarterback, both of those guys are not throwing the ball 90 miles an hour, 80 yards down the field, right? So you have the big old tight end in Kyle Pitts, the big old wide receiver in Drake London. Maybe see if you can get this team to a decent style to see what you do with Calvin Ridley, whether he leaves or stays. There's a good precedent set now for your wide receiver and your tight end and whoever your quarterback next is going to be. Be it one of the guys you draft, the guy you drafted, the guy you have now, or the guy you draft next year. Who knows? And I thought they did a solid job. And they got an edge rusher, too, that is a solid edge rusher that is going to be able to help the newly signed Grady Jarrett, who just got 51. Yeah, I can't believe. He's one of the top defensive tackles in the league. Let's- and nobody hears about him. Exactly. Ever. Grady Jarrett, thank you for re-signing. I never thought in a million years it would happen. Bears, you whiffed on an opportunity. I'm just saying you could have thrown something at them. But uh, um, but <laughs> that being said, yeah. This, oh, the, and then, the, of course. This, the, the second round pick was the only one I liked. Yeah, and well, and then, of course, the Bengals. I, I, gotta, I thought they had a good draft. Yeah. I thought they, they got pretty the, good. Got DBs. You pretty got corners. Good. Eli Apple, kiss my ass. You can go bye-bye now. I'm happy. I'm happy. They got replacements for his sorry behind. I listen. We all we we you and I both agree about the overdrafted. Yeah, there, there's one team and one team only. Please, the Patriots. Bill Belichick doing Bill Belichick things. Yeah, but I'm not gonna sit here and like put him down because yeah. it's freaking Bill Belichick. And like we joke about, he'll probably end up being like a ten time All Pro. It just it it. This is one of those drafts that felt like Bill Belichick interfered with the draft. I'm sorry. Bill Belichick is not a good drafter. He's just not. Good coach, great coach. All Hall of Fame coach. One of the greatest coaches of all time. Not a really good GM. Really needs to let somebody else do that job for him. I think, I think Zappe was a great pickup for them. He's going, like you said, he's more than likely. I kid a lot. Yeah. Because I really do like him, and he's got a—he's a great—he's a great he's kid. He's got a magic arm. Yeah, he could be Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzmagic. Yes, he very well could be Ryan Fitzmagic be. going forward. Which again, it's not, not a, a bad, bad thing. thing. Not he, Ryan. Ryan sits in a very very comfortable life doing what he's done for the last what twelve years. We give more or less. I will say to add another category we don't have uh, is the question mark one, and that's where I throw the Panthers in. Because I don't know where they're going with this. Equanu is a good pick, but I don't feel like McCaffrey is going to be the same running back anymore. Matt Corral is a fine pick, but he's got to have to be 100% healthy for this thing to work out, for him I to think, actually beat out Sam Darnold if I that's going to be the case. I think he's behind Darnold the first couple weeks. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's what I'm thinking, is that it's going to be a couple weeks, and then they'll bring the kid in. But I feel like that's going to... Or is it Baker? <laughs> God. That, but that's the thing is that I feel like the Carolina Panthers put out more question marks with their draft than they found answers at this point. Listen, Other go, than Iquanu, that was a good pick. Listen, going into this draft, I was 
you know me, I was super high on Matt Carroll. Right. I thought he was going to be elite. He very well still Turns could Turns out be. he's the stupidest quarterback in the draft. <laughs> um, See, that's the other thing. Zap, I didn't realize. Did you know Zappe had the best? Yes, he had the best Wonderlick test of Wonder all the Lick quarterbacks. Test, so. And Matt Carroll, or Corral, or however you say his last name, did not have a good score on his Wonderlick test. Now, he didn't have the record, which was a nine, uh, set by Akili Smith. Uh, that is by far the worst I score ever in a Wonder League test. I would have benched test. Marcus Russell on that one, to be quite honest. No, Marcus Russell, I think, scored like a 13 or something like that. Or... <laughs> he he somehow made it into the average, and Akili Smith made a 9. You have to try to not get be that bad. I signed my name. <laughs> and he probably did that, but he probably still misspelled it. Just like he missed through a bunch of but times. But, yeah, I, like, there's, there's potential. Absolutely. Like we've said with this, like the ceilings on a couple of these quarterbacks yeah. are are pretty high. <laughs> Sam Howell has a high ceiling. It, it, yeah, I would say low, like the floor can go far, but the ceiling can be up there because of his skill, certainly. Matt Corral's got an electric arm. Absolutely. Malik Willis, we already know. Mm-hmm. Desmond Ritter, I get, I keep getting told – that he's going to be great? I wouldn't say great. I will tell you he's going to be a good to very good quarterback. Okay, Convince me. Okay. Ritter, convince me. And then Mr. Small Hands himself. Hey, um, Pickett, let, let me just say this. <laughs> I think you need to talk to one of your fellow quarterbacks in the same division as you about the Small Hands thing and ask him where he was this year. It's true. Don't worry about it. Also, don't win too much either. Um, that's I'm not. I'm not biased. I'm yeah, just, just saying. You just split them. Yeah, I'm just. You know, we'll just, split them. Right. You take one. Win. They are. They are my number two team. Right. You take one win. We'll take another. And I'm not being biased again. I'm just saying. Forget the Ravens and down with the Browns. And go this. Team. Anything okay. else you want to add? Uh, I'll listen. Overall for this draft. I will say it's probably well, you and I had talked about this. Viewership already. was down twenty percent. Viewership so was, was down. Crap. Viewership was down. But I think for us who certainly enjoy the draft, it was probably one of the more entertaining drafts. That first round was spectacular. Yeah, because of the trades, because of the draft picks, because of everything that was happening there. I had fun with it. I know it dropped, but at the end of the day, it it went by quick too. Yeah. It went by relatively quick because of the trades and all that stuff. And it, it, I think it was fun for me. It was fun. Overall, I'll give it a B. B for the draft. I'll give it a C plus. Next year is going to be a lot more fun. Too much Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Why, why was Chris Angel hanging from the thing again? No one what, knows. I, I didn't understand that. Because they're in Vegas, and if there's a camera around, Chris Angel wants to be around. Just stick to the Mind Freak show. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry about that, Chris. <laughs> oh, damn. can't believe I used to watch that show and be like, wow, it's magic. It's so such a stupid kid. Oh, isn't, my God. Isn't that what, right? Just, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, next, You know what, folks? If you want to find it, next year's going to be a fun draft because you're going to have, like, probably five quarterbacks going in the first round. Oh, at, it's at this, at this point, and glamour. And now, are we sitting here saying that five should go in the first round? No, but there might be. Legit three. I would say four at this point. Well, four if one works out in, in South Beach. One's got to work out in South Beach. 
a young man by the name you probably haven't heard of him tyler van dyke for miami oh yeah he is projected to be going pretty high but so is one kid from alabama one kid from ohio state and now not after Penn talk. State gets a hold of him. There's now one kid. Hey, yeah, don't forget. No, there's one five kid now. From there's five. Don't forget. No, there's six. <laughs> there's six going to go we'll, in the first round. You want to say the other ones who, have, who I'm leaving out? Will Levis, Sean Clifford. <laughs> you can't, I can't even, even say that with a straight face. I can't. Can't even say that with a straight face. Will Aller. <laughs> Just goes, I'm going to forego my freshman. Sophomore and ask, junior and senior. Yeah, ask Maurice Claret how that went. Yeah. <laughs> all right. When we come back, we talk about the two best teams in all of baseball. Oh, never mind. I thought <laughs> you suck. I thought we were in New York. God damn it. <laughs> <sighs> we talk Cubs and Sox when we come back here on Blow the Whistle. And welcome back to Blow the Whistle live stream here from Illinois Media School Studios. Straight out of Lombard. We've been here for years. Oh, my God. That's right. We panter to the crowd. The masses who ask for it week in, week out. We do what we do. Email us if you want us to keep doing it or whatever. Y'all at us on social media, too, if you want us to keep doing it. So we'll probably keep doing it. Let's so. get into this, Andrew. Let's yep. talk about being in the greatest city where baseball is... Oh, never mind. I can't even... Why must you tee it up like that? Why? I Why? Ladies <sighs> and gentlemen, our team sucks! Yeah. Yeah, it... it not good. Not good. I mean, let, let's be real. Expectations for the Chicago Cubs were not high. No. We're not high. And that's But I think problem. they've even underachieved not high yeah maybe you need to take a trip to rise you know what i'm saying <laughs> make those expectations a little yeah higher. chill out a little bit you know take it easy i think ross is doing the best he can right now yeah um i want to see how the development continues throughout the season for some of these second year players and some of these rooks, mm -hmm. and some of the new guys on the team. My bigger concern, and that's pretty much all I'm going to say about the Cubs. Yeah. Because my bigger concern, because we get enough t Cubs talk in this town. Mm. <laughs> well, let me say my piece for the Cubs, Okay, Sally. go ahead. Uh, yeah, listen, the Cubs right now, obviously, we're more than expecting much. Their division right now is kind of coming down to Milwaukee and St. Louis at this point. They're kind of in the fight for first. What? Yeah, I know, right? Shocker. No way! Uh, I will say this. Their run production has been solid. Uh, it's their pitching that's really kind of being becoming their problem right now. Hey, Andrew. <laughs> what's the weather like outside? It's, uh, it's cold and rainy. It's cold and rainy. What did I say at the beginning of the year? Uh, weather would play a factor into uh, how these baseball games got played. Because, because your it's... pitchers are junk pitchers <laughs> who can't get any movement on their balls. Gotta like remember they... to cup those balls. For you, Brandon. For you. All for you, baby. All for you. <laughs> because they can't get proper grip because it is so cold. Yes. Once it warms up, Hendricks, Stroman, 
and all the other Smiley, all yep. these other junk pitchers will start pitching better, and they'll probably get on a, a little bit of, bit of a win streak. Thank God for the Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> they are terrible, terrible. Oh, so bad. Yes. Oh, and your oh, best so bad. and your best players on the IR. Or IL or whatever they yeah, call it. Yeah, well, he's hurt, all right? and it, He not feel good. El Capitan, yeah, he can't feel, he doesn't feel good because he's like, I'm sick of this team. Did <laughs> did Joey Votto finally break too? I, I would assume at this point. I, Watch, he looks we're, we're going to we're gonna talk trash and Joey Votto's going to show up at Wrigley and hit like eight home runs in three games. He, he, he looks dejected at this point. So yes, thank God for them because the Pirates are not too far behind, unfortunately, to say. <laughs> Can we can we move on? Yes, we can. Let's do that. Because I just have one thing to say. Go for it. For the love of all that is good in the world, <laughs> would you please, for God's sakes, fire Tony Larusa? You want to know what the problem is with the White Sox? <gasps> oh, it's Tony Larusa. It has been since oh I don't know last year. They were winning in spite of him last year. They got bumped out of the playoffs last year because he's a moron. Now, granted, he's a Hall of Fame moron, but he's still a moron. Baseball Hall of Fame moron. He'll tell you, too. <laughs> he will. Just get him a good sifter. <laughs> oh, my God. They're not playing to potential. No. They've had injuries, yes. But that, that rotation, the only one that's played above his expectations and that's because he's got the creepy mustache is Dylan Cease. <laughs> the power of the stash. It's true. Very true. I, this team, like you said, I, I do think things will improve as soon as they get back guys like Lynn. Obviously, that's a big loss for them getting back. Lance Lynn at some point will help them a lot. Uh, I heard Bernstein on the, on the score really giving it to about Keuchel. I don't know why they still have him in the rotation. I don't know why they're not taking him out. Why they don't DNF this guy. I don't understand. You have Johnny Cueto just sitting in your farm system at this point. Call him up. I want to be some Johnny Cueto. For God's sakes, let the man try. I'm not saying he's going to win you every game, but he can probably hold him a lot he's better than Keiko. He's better can. than Keiko. I can Jesus. guarantee you that. I and, and by the way, too, the fact that what was it, in his last bad game or whatever, he threw his team under the bus with bad defense or whatever it was? That just goes to show that that so-called veteran mentality, that leadership that he was supposed to bring to the ball team, was never there. So that means whatever he was, he is now, is probably what he was in Houston. So, And when you throw your team under the bus like that, what do you think's going to happen? Bro. You think they're going to help you? Seriously. Bro. I just realized something. One of the few pitchers that has actually done pretty well against Tony Russa in his career. Johnny Cueto. <laughs> Are you holding a grudge, Tony? Seriously. Are you holding a grudge? If that's what it's coming down to, then we have a problem. Are you holding a grudge? Uh, God. Yeah. Knock it off. Seriously. I'll say this. Anderson looks good. I know he's not hitting a ton of home runs, but he's being a solid hitter. Vaughn's looked great. I don't know if he is going to get traded. Right now, I would say probably hold on to him because he's one of your best guys. I don't think – I think Vaughn's an untouchable. I, I think he's getting to that point where you're looking I, at him as a future guy. You're probably looking at more like Berger, 
sheets. See, even with Berger, though, I know he's kind of dipped out of his form a little bit. Even with Berger, the contact he makes, the bat that he has, the power he can bring, and even still, I will say, the speed that he has around the bags has certainly improved. It's the defense, obviously, that's a concern, but that's something I think you can teach and help grow, whereas with like a guy like Moncada at this point, he is who he is. I know you don't want to lose that bat. I don't know if he'd be willing to move to second at this point. I think it might be the best thing for him at this point because uh, neither one of them are solid defenders, but I would rather see Moncada with his more cat-like reflexes, Meow. cat-like reflexes, if you will, uh, at second maybe than at third just because I think Berger can handle third. You can grow him at that spot, and he fits more of that third base. Moncada goes to second. I think you can build something there. But overall, I <laughs> Leary Garcia does have to go. I agree with you, Steve Stone. Dude has to go. I know Steve Stone went on his old man rant on him, and he's not wrong, though. He is not wrong, though. And I would like to see more of, uh, get a little bit more out of Gavin Sheets, maybe put him more towards the top of the lineup, get more hits, maybe less Adam Angle, uh, get a little bit more Josh Harrison in there at second, too. No one needs more Adam Angle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nobody. Yeah, maybe not. Um, it. It's, it's old school man t- manager mentality. Again. Yeah, and, and, and it, it's you just can't play baseball like that. But anymore. like you said, it is it, this all. This is all is happening because you made the decision to say, "Well, AJ Hinch was involved with the Houston thing," and it's like, right, he was in Houston when it happened, but he wasn't involved with it. That's already been proven. But you're basing it off the fact that he was there in Houston when that whole he situation had went down, right? He had knowledge. He but had knowledge. There was no connection of him to the whole situation, other than he had knowledge. If you're going to say that, that's a stupid reason not to sign the guy as your manager when he's been proven to be able to manage guys really well. Look at what's happening with Detroit right now. They're not too far off from doing good things. Just saying. Wait for it. Really consider it. Detroit, just wait for it. Yes. Javi's going to explode. Not in a good way, though. Yeah, well, yeah. that's, That's your one Achilles heel right now. But A.J. Hinch is a good manager, and he's an up to date manager. Tony La Russa, like you said, he's so stuck in 2002 and 98. And I was going to say 96 early, yeah, and, early, and 85. Early 90, and, or late 90s, early 2000s. This is all just Reinsdorf being like, we have to make it up for him for what Hawk Harrelson did. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't have to make up for the fact that Hawk fired him. It's okay. If anything, I say, good for you, Hawk. You made a choice. Obviously, it didn't work out for them in the end, but you made your decision at that time, okay? You should have let him kick the bucket at this point in time now. Go put him in some put put him in some wraps and yeah, set him off in a coffin. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm done with him at this point. Oh, I, I, Larusa, was, done, I was done with him I, last yeah, year. I, I was, I, and I agree. They played in spite of him last year, and they will do it again this year. If they win games, it is because they are playing because they hate their manager. And, and I'll sit here and say this: <laughs> we're overreacting to what one sixteenth of the season. Exactly. Yes. I mean, it's but at the same time, if stuff doesn't get fixed going to be a long year. I, I Listen, I'm usually a guy who puts some numbers on things. I know that's not maybe how play, people should play it. I usually feel like by game 30, you should really start making the adjustments to exactly who you're going to be as a ball club, right? I go, games, I go 50. Okay, 50. Yeah, 30. Let's say 30 to 50 games by that point. Make the adjustments you need to. I say by like game 60. What would you say? By game 80, 90? Yeah. Okay. So by games so between 60 to 80 or 90 games, let's say, you should be who you are at that point. That should be your ball team. You should be comfortable with who you have on the roster. That's how I feel. Yeah. By that point, you know exactly who you are, who stays, who goes. If you make the playoffs, who will be there, all that kind of stuff. 
Great. But I don't feel I feel like they are so out of whack right now. I don't even know if they will know that by the time. Oh, they it's hit gonna those be a points. carousel. Absolutely. You hurt my heart. Listen, Tony, if you want to start walking out to the pitcher's mound in big clown shoes and a red nose, no one would know the difference because you have a red nose anyway, because you're always drunk. <laughs> you're not fooling anybody. Trust me. Cesar said so. He says you smell like bourbon. I, I'm not. Don't allegedly, 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 allegedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might just be your cologne, which, dude, ease up on it then, man. You don't have to put that much on. Joe Van Musk. <laughs> old Spice. <laughs> so old mothballs right here in uh, my he's coat probably, pocket. He's probably putting on that Aspen. Oh, God. Yeah, I got, the, I got this in 1972 back in the day when it was hip to wear this stuff here. Oh, really, Tony? Thanks. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Made it last this long, man. You know what he's wearing? <laughs> Panther. It's got to say Ode de Leon or whatever it was. My dad said there was a cologne out there that used to be called Ode de Leon it back works, in the 70s. It works 80% of the time, 100%, <laughs> yeah, 100% of, the time. of the time. Yeah, so does this team. They work 80% of the time, 100% of the time. There you go. That's the slogan for the team oh, this year. And for you New York fans that are going... The Mets are going to met. <laughs> the Mets are going to met. And the Yankees, Rizzo will blow out his back at some point during the season. Giancarlo will probably hit himself in the face with a bat. Judge should hit himself in the face with a bat. It'd probably be an improvement. Uh, he does that? look like Edward Munster. Did, did, did I say that out loud? Does he not look like <laughs> Edward Munster? <laughs> Sorry, Judge. Hey, he does look like Edward Munster. I'm not lying, okay? And how's that Garrett Cole contract working out for you, ladies yeah. and gentlemen? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Garrett Cole. How bad is it that all Cy it takes Young. is Anthony Rizzo to move to a, a ballpark where he can bunt and hit a home run? Right. <laughs> I'm going to lead the majors. <laughs> Unbelievable. This baseball year is going to be so... Until he bends over to tie his shoe right. wrong and... Uh-oh. Uh yep. Ah! <laughs> and you see him stretching over Riz. at first base into every... Riz, every get up. Cubs fan, I can't. This is every Cubs fan last year when he starts stretching over at first yeah. base. Damn it. <laughs> It'll he gives, happen. He gives a little twist, puts the arm up, and they go, Oh, here we go. It's going to go. <laughs> It'll happen, New York fans. So, to be continued. Yeah. Because the Mets are going to met. <laughs> the Yankees will likely make the playoffs. The but Yankees not do will yank. Yeah. <laughs> the Yankees will, the Yankees will yak. And then the Sox and Cubs will, well, the Cubs won't be there, but the Sox are going to be there. I have no doubt about that. The Sox will right the ship. They will win the division. They'll at least get into the playoffs as a, see, here's the scary part. The last thing you're going to want to see is those White Sox on a heater making it in as a, a wild card. Yeah. Is you know it, what? Screw it. Let's go San Francisco and Los Angeles Angels for the World Series. Let's go nuts, folks. Let's do it. Shohei Otani for the Cy Young, please. <laughs> now you're killing me, Smalls. Listen. <laughs> I did it last year. <laughs> I put it out there again this year. You know, for MVP, this is a totally different monster. Listen. Oh, he's gonna—he's getting destroyed right now. But 
It'll happen. All right. He's gonna he's gonna throw four no hitters in a row. Joking. Yeah. <laughs> Please hit that button a lot more, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, <laughs> when we come back, it is the greatest segment in all of entertainment. Mm-hmm. It's time for you're killing me, Smalls. And if you had something in this past week that just had you saying you're killing me, Smalls. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at BlowTWhistle1. You can also hit us up on our email at BlowTWhistleRadio at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can also hit us up in the chat. Let us know what it is. We'll read it on air because that's what we like to do. Yep. So when we come back, some more yelling, screaming, ranting, and raving. <laughs> Just like the rest of the show here on Blow the Whistle. And welcome back to Blow the Whistle. I'm David Dykstra. I'm here with my boy. Andrew Valentin. Flamingo. Why Flamingo? I told you. Because you're vibrant. Okay. All right, fine. I'm vibrant. But when you do it, you got to do the... (laughs) No, no, I'm not. Not even... (laughs) Tell you what, if anybody wants to, if, if somebody with Flamingo wants to sponsor us or anything like that, go for it. Flamingo. Then I'll do it. I'll even do the Flamingo pose on the one leg. Hey, uh, Flamingo Hotel? Yeah. <laughs> Putting it out there. Free night stays. I'll do it for you. Hey. Free of charge. Absolutely. Let's come out there and hang out. We'll do a live remote. Absolutely. And I'll do it in the Flamingo pose. I'll do it with a Flamingo suit on if you do it. I'll do how I You're gonna money, I will do it. You're gonna do the Bjork? <laughs> yes. That's fantastic. <laughs> I can't believe you brought that up. That is great. Fantastic. Yes. Fantastic. I will do that. If we can find something big enough for me. That's the biggest thing. He's a pregnant flamingo. <laughs> oh boy. He's one with his habitat. <laughs> with my habitat. <laughs> right. Well, it is that time. Yep. The greatest segment in all of entertainment. It is time for You're Killing Me, Smalls. Yes, sir. And like we said, if you have one, let us know. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, mm-hmm. Blow T Whistle one You can email us, BlowTWhistleRadio at gmail.com. Yes, sir. Or you can put it in this nice little chat in YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a nice little chat. Absolutely. Beautiful little chat right here. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go first. Go for it. Because I think... After mine, we're both going to go on yours. So. Yeah, from what, I, I got From feel. what you've teased me. Yeah. It's, you big tease. It's one of our favorites. Mine goes out to Sean McVay. Okay. Sean McVay, how dare you laugh at the greatest, uh, greatest quarterback, greatest coach of all time. How dare you, sir? <laughs> how, many, how many championships do you have, Sean McVay? One. one. Uno. Uno? Uno? Uh, how many does Bill Belichick have there, Sean McVay? I had to check. Cease? Cease. Cease? Cease. I think he might know what he's doing a little bit. Little bit. I'd say so. Yeah. So if you want to sit there and laugh at his first round draft pick, watch your mouth. Because <laughs> now when you play him, he's going to hurt your team. Because that's what Bill Belichick likes to do. You want to mock him. You want to play with his emotions. You want to make him look like an idiot. 
and then come out afterwards and go, I wasn't laughing at him. I was laughing mm -hmm. at this funny meme that I saw on my right. phone. Bull! As my mom would say, El Toro Poo Poo. <laughs> I repeat, El Toro <laughs> Poo Poo. Decipher that one, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Figure that one out. So, Sean McVay, for being a complete and utter tool and disrespecting your elders, I give you a big old... You're killing me, Smalls! I mean, also, to be fair, you can't really make fun to of somebody... To be fair. You can't really make fun of somebody who, does, who has a first-round pick when you have no first-round picks. Real quick... Shot content interview, USA Today Sports. This is coming from Jared Bell of uh, USA Today who, on Yahoo, New, uh, Yahoo Sports. During the interview, they were asked about why they fired Urban Meyer. Believe it or not, it was not the record. He said, when you lose the respect, the trust, and an issue of truthfulness, how can you work with someone like that? It's not possible. What do you mean it's not possible? What do you mean it's not, po it's not possible? You didn't know this before you hired him? He's Urban Meyer. He's one of the most difficult coaches for you to possibly be able to work with. And you're saying it's not possible? How could you work with someone like that? How could you hire someone like that? Did you really think that was going to work out? At what point did you feel like this was going to be a viable move for the Jacksonville Jaguars to be able to actually be successful in the long run? You completely and utterly botched this. You had all these other coaches you could have gone with, and instead, this is the guy that you go with. This is the man that you decide to hang your hat on. And what happens? At 2-11, and 11, after kicking a player, after yelling at his team, challenging his coaches, apparently cutting a kid and saying he wouldn't make enough money to be able to live off of, that, that was the final straw. After all that, that was the final straw. Not, hey, in the hiring process, maybe this isn't our guy. Maybe we should go with somebody, I don't know, that has... NFL experience and is not some run-dung punk coach who was lucky to win at Florida twice because of a good old Christian quarterback and a couple of dudes that got put in jail 500 million times, allegedly. And then, of course, he got very lucky that Ohio State lucked out with Cardell Jones to be able to have the ability to be the best backup in college football history because otherwise JT Parrott most likely would have lost them a game in the college football playoff. So he got lucky with a third championship. So to Urban Meyer for being an absolute ridiculous idiot of a coach and for Shad Khan for even making a statement like that, I say to you... You're killing me, Smalls! Would you like to add anything to that, David Dykstra? Urban Meyer, you suck! <laughs> that was Listen, very good. Here's the thing. For anyone who knows anything about Urban Meyer, it goes back to his Utah days. Yep. Your first red flag, Mr. Khan, should have been the fact that he hired a racist bully as his health and fitness instructor. Mm -hmm. Out of everybody that was investigated in the Iowa thing the Iowa investigation of bullying and racial misconduct. He was the only one to get fired. Urban Meyer doesn't care. All he cares about is himself. Always has, always will. And the fact that Fox is thinking about bringing him back as a college football analyst, are God. you flipping insane? He is a piece of trash who hits on really young women, it looked like. Oh, wait, she was just dancing by him. She wasn't dancing on his lap. She was bothering me. 
I Shut was up. doing nothing. Shut up. She was dancing on me. You beak-nosed idiot. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Sickness. You have gotten so lucky in your career. You were blessed. And I mean blessed by the Lord above. I don't know why God gave you the permission to have Tim Tebow on. It's probably to counterbalance your devilish ways. Probably sold his soul to the devil to get Tim Tebow. Ooh. <laughs> and that devil was Aaron Hernandez. Allegedly. <laughs> Alleged, allegedly. Well, you know what? The court said guilty. Allegedly. <laughs> um, listen, there, I, could, he, I could go on another 15 minutes. The fact still remains you are one of the most egocentric, complete, ass-backwards clowns of a coach to ever grace the sidelines of either college and now professional football mister who's Aaron Jones Jamal Adams who's that guy what unbelievable Ugh. Urban Meyer you get a double you're killing me Smalls Andrew I thank you for bringing up that uh, piece it, of trash's name you're again welcome on you're killing me Smalls I no. think he is now surpassed uh, Matt Nagy and Aaron Rodgers for the lead. Why? Who's in the lead? Aaron Rodgers and Matt Nagy were probably in the lead because I always had either Butterball or mm. Januska going after them. Who's in my lead? Oh, that'd be a... Uh... <laughs> we don't He's have to... Don't say, don't say his name. Otherwise, we're going to be here another 30 minutes and we don't want that. Who said he's ready to play? <laughs> now. I, I don't say I hate you, Ben Simmons. <laughs> I finally said it. I hey, hate hey, you. Hey, Ben. I hate you. Learn, learn how to say konnichiwa. <laughs> that, you can go play there. <laughs> I'm sure they love you. Buenos dias. Ooh, that's a good one, too. Oh, how you going, mate? Oh, wait, that's right. Australia doesn't want you back. Yikes. I don't know how to say hello in Russian. <laughs> Uh, well, I do know how to say "das vidanya." Das vidanya. <laughs> yeah, that's that that's goodbye. That, mean, that means he'd be saying "Desi." <laughs> this show's gone off the it rails. Has. Andrew, where can I find you? Uh, you guys can find me. I'm at the Fluffy Guru on Twitter. You guys can always find me. I'm at Boom Crew Captain as well on Instagram. And also, too, if you guys want to find any more of me as well, I'm always on the X Bomb Sports Live Show. Only fans. Uh, <laughs> Only fans. You uh, said if they wanted to find more of you. That's true. That's true. If you want to find more of me, there's there's a lot of me on there. The, there's a password to it. The password is lemon drop. Um, <laughs> I was going to go Pepe. Yeah, Pepe works too. Um, <laughs> no, it was an inside joke the whole show. Yeah, it was Flamingo. Yeah, Flamingo. Yeah, right. That's his stage name. <laughs> there's a couple of... Listen, depending on what you want, there's three passwords. Just whichever one you want. Uh, but make sure to go X-Bomb Sports Live Show. We go live tomorrow and we'll go live Thursday. Tune in tomorrow because Drew is going to be fantastic. Yes. Drew is going to be on and then he's going to be hosting on Thursday. He's going to have a lot to say on the draft. So be prepared for that. I'm sure he has tons to say about the Bears. There's, there, there might be. He had tons to say when we were talking. Yeah, yeah, he did. Via and, text. And it, was, and, it, and it was day one, folks. So, and it was uh, not PG. No, it wasn't. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. By the way, uh, shout out to our boy, King B-Mac. 
Uh, he said she might have been dancing on him, him, but his hand definitely wasn't doing nothing. If she were, if she were a car, he'd know for sure what oil levels were. <laughs> Whoa, King B Mac! Applause, my friend. Fantastic, Great fantastic B Mac. Love you, buddy. Oh, you got to get on here, man. We got to get yeah, you on here for sure. Stop on by, man, anytime. You know you're welcome with us. Oh, God. Where else can they find you? Yeah, uh, <laughs> find us also X Bomb Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, also, too, you can find me with these boys on the radio side as well. Of blow the whistle every. Well, not this Monday, uh, obviously. Every every we're gonna we're every gonna week you can find every us. week we're every gonna week. start tweeting out when we go. Yeah. <laughs> Um, because we are, our lives have gotten a little hectic. Yeah. It might be getting a little bit more hectic. We'll, yeah. uh, we'll a lot of things have been thrown at us just in this day, apparently. Um, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll keep Being bombarded. Yes. We'll keep you guys informed when things are happening. All right. Um, I'm David Dykstra. Um, you can find me at D Dykstra seven, seven, nine, five at Instagram and Twitter. My Twitter handle is at David Dykstra for what? It's, I, well, it's just because it's going to change again, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to change. <laughs> Sorry, TJ, again. When I officially change it, I will. I will let you know. I'll give you enough time to uh. to get it done. <laughs> Thank you. Just make sure I get the memo. Not a problem. <laughs> I'll send it out. Um, you can also find me. Here every Tuesday, 2.30-ish to 3.30-ish, if not longer-ish, mm-hmm. um, depending on how much Andrew and I want to talk because we miss each other a lot. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> uh, for our Blow the Whistle live stream, we also do have the radio show, Blow the Whistle. You can hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at BlowTWhistle1. Yes, sir. Email us, let us know what you think, what you'd like to hear us talk about. Anything goes. We'll, we'll do the research. At blow whistle radio at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I am also on the air from 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. every Monday through Friday. I'm here and there. Yeah. I get shout outs though. Um, with my fellow compadres from the Daily Tip on the BetQL network, mm-hmm. uh, Michael Jenkins, Chelsea Messenger, unbelievably great sports betting show to. Start off your day. They give you great bets that you can take to the bank and cash. Cash. Absolutely. And you'll get to meet a donkey. So that's a plus two. That's that's, that's the plus, folks. Who else do we need to? Well, I think we should shout out our wonderful boy, Brandon, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't know, he does a great job down in this radio station. 94.3, the after WMKR Genuine country. Uh, he's doing the 90s hour at nine right now. He is doing a fantastic job. Is it big time country? Is big time country. He's big time country. That's big sure. time country. Uh, I. Uh, he's. I'll tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen. He's doing a fantastic job. And also, too, if you want to catch any more of him as well, make sure to check out his podcast, Baseball Banter with Brandon. Brandon, if you're watching this or if you see this at any time, man, you know who to hit up. You know who the guys are to talk to. You know we got your back on baseball. What the- you know. What the hell? I know, man. He's big time on us. No, 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 no. He only big times when he comes up to Chicago and doesn't say, you know. Yeah, you don't want to hey, come hang out. Hey, guys. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to a game. You right. Wanna come, you want to come with? 
I mean, well, you want to meet us there? I get it. Me you're, you're going with your brother. Or you're going with your fam. I get that. But you know, let us know, we man. We can meet come, you there. Yeah, come. We'll hang out somewhere. We'll we'll go. Cameron got us free stuff. Surprisingly, we got stuffs. Yeah. Who else? Uh, Who else? Also, too, make sure. Oh, to we got that big time podcast yeah. <laughs> that we got to promote. I thought you. Yeah, I was gonna say. I thought you were gonna do that part. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's a big time. Podcast done every Monday. I'd say she'd get mad at us, but she's never. I already called her big time. I texted her the other day and called her big time. We started talking, and I was like, "So when are you gonna stop big time and everybody and start hanging out?" She's like, "Stop." Whatever, big time. You're famous, so what do you want from us? <laughs> uh, it's called Monday Motivations with Hannah B. Yep. Uh, unbelievably great way to start off your week. You can also check out our big time friend Hannah B. On 102.3 XLC, The Drive. Yep. She's also doing a little side work in the mornings here and there uh, on different other different stations. If you check out her social medias at mm-hmm. Hannah B on Air, you will be able to find out where she's doing shows every day because guess what? She's big time into the social medias and you will never know when her big time person <laughs> sorry her big time personality is on the air because she'll let you know we love you Hannah we love you Hannah yes we do love you and we're so very darn proud of you absolutely absolutely 100% proud of you even though you are big time and for anybody that is wanting or is interested in Illinois Media School. We are actually having a graduation this Friday. Yes, we are. It will be live streamed. It will be broadcast to the public. It will be, yes. We don't big time around here. We remember the little people. (laughs) Check it out. Make sure, you know, see what this school's all about. Absolutely. The best thing, Andrew and I can admit, the best thing that we've ever done in our lives. Without it, we wouldn't do this. Absolutely not. Without it, we would not be doing this for you guys. But... That being said, oh, my God, Darius is going to kill me. Yep. I have another show that I do on Wednesdays. Many shows. From three to four. <laughs> it's called The Lockup. It is a professional wrestling show. Yep. Uh, it will be going out podcast here pretty quick. All right. As well. So th- look for those episodes on all major platforms. Absolutely. Especially Quad Pod, because Quad Pod doesn't forget about you. <laughs> That being said, I think we've big-timed enough. Yes, we have. Anna, once again, we love you. We just jest because we love. And we miss you. And we miss you. Yeah. And if we we think if we guilt you into thinking that you're big-timing us, you'll actually come and hang out with us. <laughs> Stop hanging out with your fancy friends. Yeah. All your single <laughs> friends that you don't want to introduce us to because you don't think we're good enough. Big time. If anybody would like to hook up with us, please. No. <laughs> Just kidding. Let's not start no. that one again. Do not. No. No. Send them all to Andrew. No. No. All of them. No. Because then I'm. All I've already got enough them. for Drew. I don't want. All my of them. All of them. I'm going to get a bunch of weird. <laughs> I'm get a bunch of weird. <laughs> TJ. Man. Blah. One time I hate not having. <laughs> All right, whatever. Yes. And on that note, everybody, be positive, stay positive, surround yourself with positive things and positive people, and positive things will happen for you. Everybody, have a great rest of the week. We're out.